This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggan show. Today I am joined by the impossibly gorgeous, the stunning, the beautiful. It is the wonderful Leighton Williams. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very good. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. I'm really excited that you're here. And Thanks. do you know why? No. Why? I'm, 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 I'm really excited that you're here because I feel like this, this friendship blossoming between you and I. This Twitter moment. This Twitter moment. Literally, I feel like I know so many people through Twitter. It's wild because I've like never met them before, but I feel like I've met them. Do yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, I feel exactly. And I, and I kind of feel like like, I literally met you in person yeah. five, ten minutes ago. I'm glad that the actual, you know, when you see somebody over Twitter but you don't know what they're actually like in real life, yeah. it's coming through. Well, you, you're coming off terribly. You're leaving an <laughs> awful, awful impression. Well, you brought me grapes and I'm a vegan, so I'm very, very happy about that. I did, but I never know what to, I never know what to bring, bring vegans. Well, do you know what? One thing that people don't know is that we can eat Oreos. You can that, eat Oreos? That's the most exciting thing. But aren't they, like, full of, like, dairy and... But no, apparently not. It says traces of, but actually it's like a little secret. So all the vegans out there, there you go. Jumping on it. I know yeah. you can also have, I think it's, like, Aunt Bessie's, like, chocolate frosting or something no not Aunt Bessie no the, you know the good ones see how excited I got there <laughs> <laughs> I was like, going to say um, jam roll poly then I'm going to be sure no you can't have that I think I can have anything on Aunt Bessie Oh, well, I'm sorry to let you down. (laughs) Well, for the lovely listeners at home who don't know who you are, for Mm -hmm. a start, what are they doing with their lives if they don't know who you are? I don't know. Um, But do you want to give us a little lowdown on what you do? You've done so much stuff in so little time. You're only like, like, you're young. You're like, uh, uh, (laughs) I don't know if I want to expose your age. No, No, I knew knew that. (laughs) Someone said that to me weirdly today, and I was like, I don't think so. But then when I thought about how long I have been in these streets for. It's it's actually nearly been my, it's my 10 year um, anniversary in the biz um, oh. next year, I think, of February. So actually across the years, it's been quite exciting, but I yeah. started very young. So because I'm 23 now, it seems like I'm a young adult, but I have been working since I was a kid. So because so you started in Billy Elliot, right? Yeah, so that was my first job um, as Billy Elliot. And it kind of was the Billy Elliot story, I guess. Is yeah. It in a, not in a cringe way, but it was, you know, little of me from my council estate in Manchester. Yeah. Didn't have much money, didn't have much going on, didn't do ballet, tap or any of them things that Billy in the story didn't do. And I just kind of fell into it. And then it all just kind of happened from there. And everything just rolled and just continued to be, you know, I just, not job after job like that. I had my moments, but everything just rolled on through after that. Yeah. Which was fab. So you really are like a real life little Billy, Billy Elliot. Elliot. Yes. You are Billy Elliot. The queen. <laughs> the queen one. <laughs> More like the Michael and Billy Elliot, but whatever. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love Michael. He's a, he's a, he's a little cutie. He's fab. Um, so, but like, what is that like? Because you must, must have been, what, 13, 14? I was, I think I was around 12. See, this is when I knew my little Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, no, I was around um, 12, 13 when I auditioned for the show. And then it took me two years to actually get on to the show because... Like I said, I did nothing before it. I, I didn't do a ballet class or a tap class or a proper singing class in my life. Yeah. You know, like after school clubs when you're like, oh, let's go and do like a bit of dance or yeah, yeah. a bit of acting. It was just that. It's just very cash. So, oh, my chair just, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my chair just bopped down. Um, it was very cash and it took me a couple of years to be able to get to the standards of the West End, you know, because sure. I was just 
very freeing out there. But you got there in the end. In the end, yeah. And they, they put a lot of money and time and effort into me, which I don't think they kind of do so much anymore. So I'm very glad. I'm very appreciative. And I'm, you know, I understand that it was like kind of a once in a, you know, I was, I was lucky to be plucked out. I think I was the ninth Billy and it's been... It's been hundreds now all over the world. So, yeah, I'm very... Uh, and very did they, did they like, wh- when you were doing Billy Elliot, did they, like, put something in the water? Because I swear to God, every single person who has played Billy Elliot has grown up, like, gorgeous. It's, like, yourself included. I like, don't some, know. Like, I don't know what it is about it. But uh, like, no, I do see everyone about now, and everyone is, but I was with my, um, one of my besties um, the other day, and he was the OG Billy Elliot, okay. Liam Mower, and he's just fab. He's working in Matthew Bourne now. I mean, we've got Spider Man, which is major. Oh yeah, Tom, Tom Holland, Holland, which is. A, yeah. I'm just like, what? Yeah, everyone's kind of blossomed and gone on to do their thing. I guess when you're a kid and you're given that much responsibility, it just makes you grow. It matures you, you know and I mean? it kind of gives you that. Away. Yeah, that confidence to be able to go on and kind of do what you need to do. Absolutely, yeah. and. Every time, I mean, Billy, Billy Elliot actually is my favourite musical. Is not it, just saying not just that. Saying no, it. no, I one hundred percent am not. When it did actually, you see it? it? Actually, I've seen it like four times. Really, I love it. You haven't and seen me. I haven't seen you. I hate when people say they don't know whether they've seen me. I'm or like, maybe I haven't you, seen you. I don't know. You would know. The I'm first the only, time I I'm saw only a it. black bitch in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's when people come and say, I don't know whether I saw you. I think you would. If the boy was black the whole time, guess what? It was me. If he was white, it wasn't. It wasn't it's you. as simple as that. To be fair, there's been one most recently. The tour just ended. But if you saw the one in the West End, if yeah. it was brown... This is me. Yeah. If he wasn't, so probably haven't no. seen you then. No, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's easy cleared up. And what about the adult billies? Because the adult billies always, you know, the ballet scene, mm. the Swan Lake scene, well, that, that oh, that it's, does things. It's so beautiful. But um, they actually made a decision like when I was a kid, you're in this bubble, okay? So I didn't necessarily think too much about it. I'm just doing my job. Like, yeah. I'm working. I didn't even know I was working. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was that wild. But. They, there was a big hoo-ha like, oh my God, are we going to have a black mom or do we have to get a black older Billy? And I think they just decided, because I only play like the role four times a week, yeah. to have a black girl coming in, black boy coming yeah, in just yeah. for me. It's just like, it's a lot. So they just decided to just whatever. You're just going to have to get over it. Yes, he's the older Billy. Yes, we're different colours, but yeah. no. just live with it. Do you know, it's theatre, guys. Like, it's not that serious. I know some people were very like hoo-ha about it and, you know, it happened with Hermione in... Harry yeah, Potter. And people got I really mean, mad about she's it. She's playing a witch for God's sake. Like, who cares? <laughs> Come on. I'm the biggest Harry Potter fan, and I'm like, she's yeah. a witch. And I, 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 lo- I love that J.K. Rowling came out about that and said she was like, I literally never said she was white. All ever. she said was she's got curly hair, yeah. and that was it. Never about the skin tone. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, the big Billies were amazing in it, and the whole cast, the whole thing was just the best kind of, you know, opening moment for me. Yeah. And and what I mean I know the answer to this, but what other stuff have you done? Because you've done a whole load of stuff, and you're doing something right now, right? Right now, yes. Yeah, so um, I'm on a six week break. Literally broke up like three or four days ago from oh, Hairspray lovely. UK tour, which is super fab. Um, I mean I've, I feel like I'm like always on tour, but yeah. I do enjoy it because I love kind of going to different places. Not always being in one one place. London's fab, but I appreciate it so much more when I come back. Um, so we're in, you know, I'm doing Hairspray at the moment, which is, I did it the first time around. Yeah. But now I'm actually playing Seaweed, which is so cute. It's just different. So there's a, the role that I've just done was playing Angel. I don't know. I've been kind of, I've just been busy. This year, this year's been amazing for me. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. 
So, yeah, I'm going to be going into next year, continuing with Hairspray, and then we'll see what happens. And what's the favourite role you've played? Um, I think, well, this year, I'll say for this year, um, Angel was a breakthrough moment for me. For, in Rent, as, yeah? Yeah, in yeah. Rent. As, as an actor, as for the whole challenge, for just for everything of it, I almost felt like, do you know when you're like, oh my God, as if this, this role could have been made for me. It felt so perfect. I was put on them boots, I put on that wig and the lashes in the ear. <laughs> yeah. And it just it's felt, very you. It felt right, yeah. you know? And it was just, I went through a bit of drama, actually. My, my best friend that's sat out there right now, he's called Jordan, he was my understudy. And I had to leave for like a couple of months because I tore my knee. I oh, had no. to have surgery, which was just like drama. And like, no, but it's like... It's drama, but yeah. actually, in my world, when you put yourself into, you're playing your dream role, and it gets snatched away from you like yeah, that. Yeah. And it was like, I remember being in the um, hospital, and I was just about to go in for the surgery. And I said, "Listen, tell me realistically what's going on right now. Yeah. Can I dance again? Like, I know it sounds dramatic, but I'm never going to dance again. Like, I was like, please, just tell me that I can come back. I don't want to do slay these shows. I just want to get back on that road and just play this role because it's been a moment. Yeah. Um, and he said, well, listen, if you look at your knee after the um, surgery and it's in a full cast, then you're going to be out of the show for, like, months. And you're not going to be able to go back. But if it's just wrapped up in bandage, then you're going to be okay. So I remember going into the um, room and they put me under. And it's so cringe, but I when the, I've had surgery before. I, yeah. I mean, I've had all these surgeries. I'm 23 years old, but I had it on my <laughs> other knee. This is my right knee. In this moment, I remember singing songs to myself, and I was like, and I was just putting positive vibes. And I remember yeah. that's the last thing I I could remember. And then I woke up after the surgery, clearly, and, and I looked like, down. I, I couldn't look. Oh, I gave myself like half an hour, and I went to my I went back into my room. I was like, my friend, I was like, hold my hand. We need to do this together. I need to fucking see what's going on my knee. And I looked and it was just a cheeky mandate. I was like, oh, ow! Thank so, God. Yeah, and I was back and it, it took me about eight weeks or so, but I was back in the streets and you know, I went to Liverpool, was my first venue back and we were, I'm with my best friend who yeah. we've been besties since I was 14 years old, oh, like, wow. at, like high school. We've done two jobs together now, which is unheard of. And we're sharing a dressing room in the Liverpool Empire to like 2,000 people sharing this iconic role. He's playing it one night, I'm doing the other just to ease me back in. And we're like, what, what's going on? Yeah. Like this is a major moment for both our lives, both our careers. It was just, yeah, it was beautiful. So it's been a fab year. And that must give you like such a massive appreciation for when you're on stage now, knowing that, you know... You couldn't be, you know? Things could have gone so differently. So different. I know probably would have been able to dance again, but I would have not been able to do that show again. Yeah. So that would have been you know, your dream role is now over type thing. And then from then on, I probably would have had to be so much more careful. I don't know. It it, it does make you appreciate it, you know, when you don't take things for granted, when yeah. you know that could you know, could have been snatched from me. And, so. and and will you ever reprise your role as Angel? Because I would love to see you as Angel. I <laughs> um, didn't get to see you as Angel. No, and I would it, love to. It literally sold out so quick when it was at the St. James. Yeah. in London for two months. And tickets just went like that. Yeah. And it's one of them, like, I need to put it to bed. I think because of the drama that I had over the time of the tour, I just need to do it and just do it. Yeah, so it's, it's past, I'm it's calling done. someone, a producer, someone, a West End transfer, <laughs> hollering me. <laughs> but if not, rent on Fox. <laughs> you know who to call. <laughs> Honey, it's true. Like, I had to blast them on Twitter. I said, listen, I don't care if you want to try and get your Todrick calls or your, your whatever, yeah, your yeah, yeah. drag races. Right now... Today, yeah. in this world, no one is going to be playing Angel better than me right now. I'm doing eight shows a week, and I was slaying the streets. 
So holler. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> holler at bitch. I, I, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I, I really regret that I missed it. I really, so really I'm... do. Well, we have a fun show coming up. We mm-hmm. are going to be reacting to some of our lovely listeners' sex confessions later on. So oh if God. you are listening at home and you want to send in your sex confessions, you can send those to Callum at FUBARadio.com. And that's Callum with one L. And we, <laughs> everything on here is completely, you know, it's going to be anonymous. We're not going to read your name out. So... Feel free to be really honest and tell us your naughtiest secrets. So, should we have a little bit of music, Leighton? Let's. Let's have a little bit of Wild Thoughts. Yay. Another one. Another one. We the best music. DJ Khaled. Are you ready for a game, Leighton? I'm ready for a game. Yeah? Okay. This game is called Mixed Pleasures. Okay. And in the studio here with us, you may be able to see our fabulous glowing wheel here. The enormous, beautiful wheel. Look at it. It's there. It's there. Oh, my God. It's iconic. (laughs) Isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Really, really realistic acting, mate. Come on. You're an actor. (laughs) Jesus. I'm missing something here. (laughs) Um, And on our fabulous wheel, Uh we have all different kinds of fetishes. Now, all of the fetishes, their names are in Latin. Right. And you are going to have to try and figure out what these fetishes are. Okay. Now, they don't tend to be like... The, like, don't think normal. Mm. Like, these are these are pretty out there. These so if you're thinking... Foot, thoughts. If you're thinking foot fetish, nah. Like, Ooh, more in-depth than that. Really? Way more in-depth than oh, that. Oh, okay. I actually saw a video of a um, crazy fetish the other day, so I think I can pluck some out of my Oh, head. do you want to... Can you share that crazy fetish you saw? Yeah, so she was, like, into a roller coaster. Oh, like, she, she was, like, in love with the roller coaster. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's, like, a... Con- I'm mean, allowed to say condition because I don't want to like shade it. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's fine. It's pretty out there, right? Yeah, to yeah. be fully in love with like an object. Yeah. And I've heard that people are like married to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, yeah. I thing. heard about that woman who's like madly in love with the Eiffel Tower and she married it. And different things and gets that. And I saw the video, she was going to the roller coaster, she got a bit of the dirt and it was all oh. over. And I was like, oh my God. It's like, <laughs> it's a choice, is yeah, what it I'm going to say. Cho- it is it's a, a choice. choice. But live your fantasy queen. <laughs> you know, as long, as long as they're living their best life. Yeah, as long all safe, power to not hurting anyone. Pop from the poor roller coaster. <laughs> That's all good. All right, let's give the wheel one little spin. It has landed on hybristophilia. 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 Yeah, this isn't easy. This right. is not an easy game. And it's yeah, and there's basically no clues in the titles. So you've basically got to just kind of fumble around in the dark with this. So a fetish that is called hybristophilia in yeah. Latin. Um, could it be where you get up to wild things, but while you're hibernating away somewhere? So like out in these, not in the streets, because that's not really too far for you. Sure. But maybe where people can see, no, people are, but they can't see you. 
Sure, I like the way you're getting. Uh, I, I, I like the way you're going with this. I mean, you? you're completely wrong, right. but like you are on the kind of right path with like what, getting up to wild things. Right. Like what kind of wild things? I mean, getting into it. But like, but like, what? What's like really wild? <sighs> I think I think toes and. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It could get you in a lot of trouble. I'm going to say that. So it's illegal. Mm, it is. Oh. Oh. I wouldn't even want to guess then. Oh. Would you like me to tell yes, you? Yes, please tell me. It is the sex. Well, it's in in itself. It isn't illegal, but like it's the sexual attraction to criminals. Oh, so, okay. You know. I can get that. Did you see that cute? He's actually a model now. The one who went viral oh for his mugshot. Oh my god! Yes. Oh and my he's god! Yeah. So cute, but like, I don't want to fancy a criminal. And I don't Mama, think that I'm in love with a criminal. Have you heard that Britney oh, song? Beautiful. But this kind of love isn't rational; it's physical. Have you oh, not heard that? I haven't. We should get that's a like... moment. Britney, Britney Spears. <laughs> the whole video is so drama as well. She's like in these streets with this guy, and he's a murderer, but she loves him. So yeah, some of them are cute. Uh, you've just blessed my ears. Really? Like, just casually, just, just a little something that in there. <laughs> just like here you go. Have we that on your play show. We should play if we can. Beautiful. We absolutely can. Um, yeah, so, but that guy, that guy who went viral for his mugshot, he, I don't think he even, really, like, did anything that bad. Oh, he was, I mean, he thieved. I don't like thieves, I must say. I don't like thieves either, but, but I But they're not murderers. They're so not murderers. I'll definitely go on a date with you. <laughs> <laughs> we can forgive. We can yeah, forgive we the can, thief. Yeah, I'm a forgiver. For sure. <laughs> All right, let's give the wheel another little spin. It has landed on, oh God, and I can't pronounce this. God, wish me luck. Okay. Ursusagalamatophilia. All right. I'm not going to try and repeat that. Ursusagalamatophilia. Usually they, like, spell it out how to pronounce it for me. They've, done, they've not done that for me today. Okay. The producers are slacking on this show. Slacking. <laughs> just getting side-eye now. Um, right. So I'm just going to pluck this out of nowhere. So... See, I'm trying to think of my my, my craziest things now because I'm, I'm a bit PC here. Could it be something to do with maybe like, you know, non-human activity? Yes. Is it? Well, I don't actually know about this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this kind isn't a bit of me. Of. Like you're in the right territory. Okay. Um, the, the, there is a clue in the first bit of the word. Like, Go if you, do you speak any other languages? No. Okay. Well, maybe this isn't a clue then, but like Ursa is a big, that's the that first. Ursula from the Sea Witch? No. Oh. <laughs> no, it is non-human though. Ursa. No, I'm lost. Oh, You're okay. What kind me. of a, okay. You could find this in a, this is a big clue. You right. could find this in a toy shop. And we're toy not talking shop. sex toy shop, just, the, just a your regular toy. plain old toy shop. Ursa. And it's non-human. But perhaps... <laughs> but it's possess- a toy. Yeah, and it perhaps possesses some kind of human... Oh, like a doll, a toy doll. Very a sex close. Doll. Very close to toy doll. Think think a little bit more out there. A toy dog. A oh, toy very animal. close, very close, very, oh very God, close. A toy animal. Yeah, but what kind of toy animal? You would, you would find this, like, in basically any child's bedroom. Everyone had one. I had one. You probably had one. A toy one. bear? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, I've got one. Nailed yes. it. Yeah, it's the arousal from teddy bears. Right. So they don't grow up, really. They're just staying in their nursery sheets and their 
vibing with their teddy. Vibing with the teddy bears. Oh, okay. You know, people... That's, but it's, it's not hurting anybody, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's hurting the teddy bear. Yeah, apart from the poor teddy bear's feeling. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Apart from that, I think, do you know, get, just get it. Oh, but what about, there was like, there was a TV Hamlet's, show. make it a cute one. Well, there was a TV show when I was growing up, and it was about this, like, teddy bear that came to life after everybody went to sleep. And, like, what What's if, like, oh, I don't remember, but, like, what if that poor bear, which, you know, like, in Toy Story, how, like, Andy mm-hmm. and Woody, they, they just pretend they're not real. Yeah. Like, what if you were that teddy bear, and then, like, some blokes come in grabbing at you? Depends who the bloke is. They might be into it. Might, might be that guy with the mugshot. There you go. <laughs> what are you complaining then? <laughs> All right, let's go for another spin. Ooh. It has landed on alvinophilia. Alvinophilia. Alvin. Not chipmunks. Don't go there. I was literally about to say, (laughs) straight off the head, like an attraction to some kind of like chipmunks or mice or rats or dirty little animals. No, not dirty little animals. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been my number one guess. So I'm going to go... See. I I can give you a really big clue. Oh, go on then. It's... It's a fetish for a specific part of the body that I think a lot of people wouldn't find attractive. So it's not feet then, because that's a normal one, isn't no. it? No. I could take this or leave it. Hmm. But I think a lot of people would be like, ooh, no, gross. Ears? No, I love ears. Do you think ears are gross? No, maybe not, actually. On second thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more in-ear. Oh, yeah, that's like getting your tongue right Waxy. in there. Yeah, don't want to do um, that. Oh, pits. Oh, clo- I love an armpit. I do. Yeah, I know lots of people do as I well. I do. So maybe that's just sort of, I'm, th- saying, I'm exposing myself by saying all the normal things. Great. Go on, I'll give you one more guess. Okay. Come on, just look at my body right now and wh- where do you think people might be attracted chest? to? No. You're, you're pointing your chest out to Oh, me. no, I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, chilling. You're, you're doing with your hot, your no, hot. you know what? No, okay, I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> it is the arousal, arousal to the belly button. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's how you're doing that. Yeah, um, I was like puffing myself out. Okay. I mean, I've got a deep innie. So I've got like, an innie as well. It's like in, so I wouldn't really. It's just not. You don't want to go inventoring in there. No, no. I mean, I do get the odd, you know. I clean it out, obviously. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't know. I don't, I don't think I'd be... No. Like, I, I, I'm not offended by a belly button. If some guy, if some, like, if if, if the mugshot man was yeah. like, oh... Can I lick your belly button? I'd be like, quick. yeah, sure, get in there. And I'd lick his belly button if he really wanted it. Back. Return as a favour. But, you know, I don't... It's, it's, I think any would scare me, me a little bit because if you're not as, you know, clean as myself, uh-huh. then I don't know when the last time you got an earbud in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know what you, you mean. need to get a little cotton bud, scoop that out. How, how deep is this, Innie? Like, I, it's don't, not... I don't need to go digging. Like, <laughs> a shower will do it. He's, he's actually showing me his it's, belly button. It's like quite it's, deep. It's like a Everyone regular said, depth for a belly it? button. Yeah, like mine's that deep. Okay. I just, from everybody else that I've met in my life, I think of mine's been the deepest. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> congratulations. I feel like I need like a round of applause sound Thank effect you. for I'm that. I'm sure everybody else is, is clapping away. <laughs> All right, let's do one final spin. All right. Okay, here we go. It has landed on Capnolagnia. 
cap no lag near um i'm only saying this because i'm vibing on the cap but is that okay. something to do with maybe um no i'm not gonna say this <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that thought was. Don't know where you were going there. Clearly, wow. Um, say one more time. Capnophobia. Capnolagnia. Lagnia. Hmm. It's it's a specific action. An action. Hmm. Something that you might see in a movie and be like, "Oh, that's hot." A movie. So it's quite normal then. Yeah, like you could. So I'm really trying to think out of the box here, but these are actually quite just normal ish. Yeah, like we've had some like really out of the box things before. This this week's been pretty you tame. Guys are a bit tame. All pretty right. pretty tame this I week. Think it's because of my audience. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I could go outside right now mm. and find somebody just doing this thing that that I could have the fetish for. Oh, what, like a public display of affection or something? Mm, no, but yeah, it's something people do in public. Um, some people think it's gross. Some people are okay with it. In public, it's bad for your health. Smoking and indulging. Smoking, yeah, yes! it is the arousal to smoking and smokers, presumably. Okay, I mean no, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. The thing is, actually, well, I mean, each to their own and stuff. Like, get your life and smoke all you need to smoke. But I used to be. Um, when I when I had a drink, like admittedly, whatever, yeah. I used to have the odd fag and stuff. Okay. And you know, if you're drinking your pint, every, you know, a couple of times a week, <laughs> it's not it's not, it's not good. For you. It's not and, good. For you know, you. I'm trying to keep fit. I'm trying to be. And it, when, when your body and everything about you is the, what your art, and you've got to you know make it for you, I just knew that it wasn't really like it wasn't necessary. Yeah, I can have a drink, and I'm actually the thought of having a sober cigarette, c- cigarette. 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 The thought of having a sober cigarette is just like a no. So I was like, well, I don't need to do it when I have a drink then. Yeah, I completely feel you. Like, I, I'm not into the whole smoking thing. If people want to do it, that's fine. I feel yeah. like it's becoming really uncommon now. It's such a th- like, I don't, I think everyone's kind of dwindling off very like, yeah. oh, team vegan, all that. Like, I think we just know <laughs> that it's for the health. Yeah, for the health. Health is wealth. And, you know, what's the point in doing it to yourself? But I get why, you know, people do photo shoots and they're having a fag and people, you know, it's that kind of hot. I do. I, I don't, I, I don't I've never I found it find it fair. I've never really understood the appeal, but I would. There was one time um, when I was dating this lovely guy, lovely, beautiful Portuguese guy, and my friend was also dating this other guy, mm-hmm. and we had them both over at our house, and mm-hmm. the two of them were stood on the balcony, just like smoking and chatting, mm-hmm. and me and my friend were sat inside, like, oh, look at the men we're dating, like just doing their smoking thing out there, away. like smoking away, and there was something quite like hot about that but I don't think it was the smoking itself I thought it was more like the companionship of the two of them like bonding over a cigarette kind of thing it's like a social thing isn't it yeah so I maybe think so. that's why yeah but like it, it, all the best chats go down the smoking area so now I just go out and just because the reason I started doing it was just I went to the smoking area because I've been going so full out in the club yeah that I'm dripping dripping right wet I'm yeah, in same. freedom dripping on the pole so <laughs> I need to get into that smoking area and just get me some air absolutely so you just think okay let's have a fag but then it's not really necessary so I just go out there for the chats now I, I do that too like every you know every hour or so every pop out and you know I, I often meet for the boys in the, in the smoking the, everything area goes smoking everything goes area. down the smoking oh, area oh hi how are you yes cheap <laughs> you know but a couple of times like the bouncers and things they're like, oh, you're not smoking. Get, Get back out. inside. And I'm like, I have a right to be here. I'm allowed here. I, you know, just because I'm not filling my lungs with tar, you know, I, I, I have a right to exactly. be here. Well, that was that was that was fun. I, I thought I you did too bad actually. Considering I thought it was going to be 
You know? Yeah, like we've we've had people get zero, okay. so I you got, got two. you got two, two out of four. Yes, I can deal with that. Could have been worse. Absolutely. We've had somebody tweet in. Um, the lovely Elena has said, "Yeah, he loved it." At Leighton Williams. Hashtag real life Billy Elliot. The story about your surgery and rent on stage is terrifying. You're an absolute pro. Hashtag Slayton. Is that a thing, Slayton? Do you know what? I think it's like becoming a thing. I'm so here for it. (laughs) I love it. Like, I don't really want to be that guy that's like trying to get like little, oh, this is my Uh, trademark. But (laughs) I mean, I slay and I'm called Layton, so it just kind of works. It does. Slayton. You don't even have to try. It just... It works, and I, I'm going to accept it. But um, Eleanor, actually, she is such a hun. Like, she's been following us since we were doing um, Rent, and she comes to see all the shows. She's Aww. there from Row. She's there in Hairspray. And I just want to say thank you for my um, champagne at Stage Door the other week. I really appreciate it. Oh, Eleanor's it. splashing yes, out. She, do you know what I mean? I got, what was it? I can't remember. Um, Don Perry or something. It was, it was cute anyway. So I appreciate it, my love, and send you kisses. Oh, well, shout out to Eleanor. Actually, let's let's dedicate this little song to Eleanor. This is Lemonade. Are you ready to have a little look at what's been in the news this week, Leighton? Yes, I am. So, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. These aren't the most uplifting stories I've ever read in my entire life. We're going to end on a positive. We're going to end on a positive. But some of these are pretty bleak. So the first one is that Lily Madigan, I don't know if you've heard about her, she's a trans teenager and she's been like getting Mm -hmm. hella abused by the media. They're Mm -hmm. just writing article after article after article about her. And we're not just talking about like the Daily Mail. We're talking about the Times and you know, so many All different publications. And they've they've kind of got this. There's been an attack on trans people in the media for majorly months now. Mm-hmm. And she now is it's, she's it's almost like they've taken her and they're like, we're just going to constantly throw abuse at this girl who yeah. is you know she's, she's just a trying teenager to, right she's 19 years old and i was just on a twitter last night actually so i am a bit cleared up with what's going on i just think it's, it's horrible it's her it's horrendous and I, i've got her tweet and i think this was actually from yesterday yeah um so th- this is what she tweeted and i saw this and it, and, and, and it is heartbreaking she said please stop i can't handle it anymore i'm so mentally distressed that i can't sleep or eat or go to school nobody deserves this There's only so many times I can read lies or my dead name or misgendering. I'm just a teenager. Please stop. I don't want to do this anymore. And it's just, it's absolutely horrific that, like, these are adult people sat in their office jobs. Behind the desk thinking they're doing a good job. Yeah, and they're just, like, torturing innocent people who haven't, you know, she's she's literally done nothing wrong. All she's done is tried to live her life and and go into the world of... She tried to... um, Get an award for Joe so there was um, a. I don't know the exact details around this, so mm-hmm. forgive me if I get this wrong. But I understand that the I think it was the Times ran a story about her applying for the Joe Cox Award or yeah. something, That's and that was too. an award that was supposed to be for women who were trying to get into politics. But she's trans, so and because she was trans, be. people were attacking her for her. People were misgendering her. People were saying, "Why is this man trying to apply for this Which women's is exactly award?" Exactly what Joe Cox would have not wanted. Joe actually. Cox would have absolutely she would have been not wanted that. that. So. It's it's crazy. But the, the the worst thing about all of that was mm. that she never even applied for this anyway. She didn't even do it. She did. End. She she ended up tweeting and saying, "I didn't even do this. They've just made this up about me." Mm. So you know, some of the things they're attacking her for, she's not doing anything wrong in the first place, mm-hmm. and it's not even true. 
Poor girl. So it's been such a movement at the moment, and you know, I've been following Monroe um, for a long time now because yeah. we've been friends for a while, and it just seems like it is very much so like that they're the next ones that you know they're yeah. ca- all the media are kind of attacking, but you know, we say like people that are woke. And we're so surrounded by the same like-minded kind of people. But when you delve into all them comment sections and, you know, if you see like a, you know, a trans video or something, yeah. something positive and you watch it and you're enlightened and then you go to I the don't comments. know why I do it, but I always do because I want to be aware that I know I'm in a circle of a bubble with you and my friends and yeah. like-minded people that are woke. But that is not the case when it comes to yeah. the majority and a really heavy majority of people in the, you know the UK say. So when you read them comments and it's just so ill and they so don't get it. Yeah. Even more, maybe they get it for them, but they they're just not on the level of what you know we understand and Absolutely. what we, we know and think is right. It's so heart wrenching because you know that then people are parents. They might be grandparents. They're bringing up kids. Then it's passing it's on those thoughts and continu- opinions. Yeah, it just continues with just more ill thoughts, and it's you know, it's sad. But like, what, like I was at an event today with you know all these amazing gay men doing amazing things all around the world, and it's inspiring just for us being here right now in the studio, being out, being proud, doing our thing, showing people that you know there is hope. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's only it seems tiny and really small of us. But what what else can we do? do you know uh, no, I mean? no, absolutely. You feel helpless yeah. in these situations when all these wild things going on in the world. But all we can do is just kind of be and just keep being, keep being proud. So yeah, I feel for her. I'm sending her lots of love. Yeah, and I, I, I think I think the the worst example of, of that I've seen of what you're saying is like, have you ever, um, you know, like when the Premier League do pro LGBT plus things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they push it. They push it out to yeah, you know all these football actually. fans and things. Yeah. And then you look through the comments on there, and it's absolutely diabolical. Heavy. It's just you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people saying horrendously transphobic and homophobic things, and it, it, it it's just sad. But I think I think you are right. You know w- what more can we do but authentically mm. live our lives and be ourselves and exactly. be out and be proud? And I think. Yeah, and and honestly, shout out to Lily Madigan because she's she again she's a nineteen year old girl and she's facing all of this stuff. But at the same time, I really hope that I know some there will be some trans kids out there, mm-hmm. some trans teenagers looking to her Absolutely. and seeing her as like a beacon of she hope. Make, so. Yeah, she would make it a positive thing, you know. And as much as all them people go down, there's a certain type of person to go out there and spread hate, and they put that's the keyboard warriors. They get out there and they feel brave behind the laptops, and you know maybe people like me won't actively come and maybe we should and maybe I should more and support and say hey just so you know we love you like lots of people don't go out the time just randomly compliment people online yeah but she and other people should know you know you're getting all this hate but you are loved by so many people as well so you just gotta kind of know that and you know feel it and ride with that absolutely Okay, the next story, again, this, this one isn't the most uplifting one either. We will get uplifting at the yes. end, I promise. Um, actually, this, this one starts out sad, but it actually has a really positive, happy ending. So a child in India was abandoned by its parents after the, the child needed a, a blood transfusion, mm-hmm. and the child received a, a blood transfusion. And when the parents found out that the, the, the blood donor was transgender, they decided to abandon the baby. 
So this what? this after the transfusion. Yeah, so this innocent newborn baby needed a blood transfusion, received a blood transfusion from a transgender person, and they decided that that baby was now no longer deserving or warranted for their love. Their love, right? Um, so they abandoned it, and they actually went and left it on this trans woman's door, and said, "We're not. Th- this is yours now. You've corrupted this baby." Um, but that's. The, the, and did she take him? Did she take she, him? In? She decided to take in <gasps> what a the baby, story. and yeah, and that that baby has now grown up, and she's now I think she's a six year old girl now. If I might have that wrong, but I think she's a six year old girl now, and it, I, I think it's the bond between those two people oh must goodness. be so unbelievably strong. But it's horrendous that that would happen in the first place. I couldn't even imagine bringing somebody into the world and not even, never mind abandoning them. But I, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I love my mom, of course, but I'm like, Mom, <laughs> call me. I'm like, you brought me into this world. I'm blowing up your phone right now. You are not calling me enough for yeah. you to be interested in what's going on in my life. And she does, she loves me, whatever. But oh, my dad, for example, not even, like, not not getting into the full things, but like, you, are you gonna actively kind of be there and you know I couldn't because I'm that type of person if, if I'm bringing someone up in here I'm yeah. gonna be bringing them up I'm gonna be there like on the phone <laughs> on constantly but to absolutely abandon someone and just to give them up even no matter what your thoughts of anybody else or this blood or that blood I just think it's it's disgraceful and they didn't quite frankly deserve the child if that's what the, absolutely that couldn't, go around. couldn't agree more so I'm happy that it, that happened for them and you know let's say this was the, like I said they don't deserve and she deserved you know she deserved that girl and I hope they've been happy have they have we heard the success story well i mean she that they are very happy i they're mean they're, they're six-year-old six-year-old now but i'm sure are that they, they here will, in the uk now or are they still in india i think they're still in india wow. but i'm sure that they will i'm sure that they'll grow up into be a very and like the appreciation the appreciation they must have for each other you know even they may be six Everything. years old now but when they grow up and learn this story what's going on i think there'll be a, a yeah, really she deep fully love for understand that. what's going on now but i guess when she went she grows up she'll be She'll be over the moon. She'll, yeah. she'll be. She'll be more thankful, even. Exactly. So you know, it 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 does have a silver lining. It does for sure. And okay, here's my and I just threw this one in because I was like that. This is a lot of heavy stuff, and yeah. I, and I think we just need to end on a positive. Yeah. And this is that in Australia this year. Obviously, mm. they have the fireworks on New Year's Eve every single year. Yeah. In Sydney, and in celebration of the. Um, same-sex marriage referendum, mm-hmm. which everybody voted. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people voted <laughs> yes. Um, they're going to be doing the fireworks, which are seen all around the world yeah. on every TV screen all around the world. They're going to be done in rainbow colors. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Team celebration, because that was a big moment. It's everyone an was, enormous moment. Yeah. Everyone was waiting for Australia because they seem to be one of... I don't, I don't know why it's taken them so long. In Austria as well this week? Did we Is have? it Aust- Austria? Austria, Austria as well? Yeah. I think so. I'm <laughs> not going to start Googling now. I'm going to say I think, but I think that was today as well. I didn't know and that. That's amazing. Just slowly but surely. See, all these all these moments around the world, that's the kind of beacon for the positivity of these kids. You know, yeah. Even if you're in them countries. Someone said today, I think maybe 10 countries or, you know, there's still so many countries in this world that is illegal and death penalties and stuff. To have that, yeah. to turn on your TV and have that, and it, it, it just makes me think as well, like, you're, you're so right. And, like, all these countries all around the world. And then, like, 
you know, for the, the, the New Year's Eve fireworks to be rainbow and things like that, that the, the countries that are left saying, no, we don't want gay marriage. It's just so embarrassing for like, you. It's, yeah, like, exactly. Imagine you running the country and then you're seeing America. I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not too much about America, <laughs> but we did it without, you know, before Trump. Um, you know, us seeing uh, the wokeness and the full outness and being like, why are we not there? Yeah, like, come on, catch up. Catch up. But yes, I was right. Australia court legalizes same-sex marriage from the start of 2019, ruling all existing laws discriminatory. So in Austria from 2019, people with same-sex couples will be able to marry? Yay! Yay! Congrats. Oh, that's really cool. See, we ended ended on a positive, (laughs) like I promised. All right, speaking of positives, here's a little, little positive injection of the beautiful Shawn Mendes. by the lovely girly. So my DJ booth for my hype girl is a massive sanitary towel box. Amazing. That says girly for a less stressful period. It's like a rip-off of body form, so I hope they don't come for me. Um, and, you know, like, we've had gigs where we've hung 500 tampons from the ceiling and stuff. A lot of the time, I think there's a misconception that I'm trying to shock, and I'm not. I'm trying to make something that's taboo, not taboo anymore. You know, like, why are people so awkward about talking about periods? Or why, you know, because it happens to, like, half the world every month. I think it's important to open up the conversation about those things. Every Thursday, Harriet Rose from 4pm, FUBAR Radio. All right, Leighton. Um, we're going to be playing another game now. Let's. And you're going to be taking over. Yes. We're going to be playing some two truths, one lie. So I believe you have prepared three things about yourself, three facts about yourself. Yeah. Two of these are true and one of them is a complete fabrication. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm excited for this. Right. I, I feel like... Uh, You're not going to know? No, I feel like I can read... I, I feel like I'm good at reading people. Really? And I can think I can see into your little beady eyes and figure you out. I do. Do you? I don't think I've yet got... No, have I got this wrong? I feel like I've not yet got this wrong. I feel like I've got this right every week. I'm not sure. Have you? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, take it away. So my first one is... Um, I know it sounds wild, but Kylie Jenner... Okay, here we go. must have followed me on Twitter because I had a notification of it. And then I went to see it and she doesn't follow me. So I was, <laughs> sh- I was shook. And I don't know how, I think maybe somebody, someone she just saw, but she, it was an accident. And I came through and I was like, you know, when you see it, and I was like, went onto her page. And it was and nothing that you. So, so you got the little notification. I had the notification. Then we just scroll down and he's like, okay. And it was like, Kylie Jenner follow you. Yeah. And I was like, what? And it was in my verified page and everything. So I was like, okay, cute. I'm going to come through. I want to say hi. No. <laughs> so oh, maybe I'm it was so a bit sorry. of an accident. I feel like I might have just been in the streets. Like someone might have chatted about me or retweeted me. She was maybe delving into my profile. And she accidentally and clicked the follow. It was that so okay. Then she realized that might not have been too cute for her. But <laughs> you're lost, bitch. So, oh. <laughs> uh, well. Were you already following her? Of course. Oh, yeah, well, okay. I'm, I don't follow her. Do you not? Do you not? Do you not? Are you not into the. I, I'm not not this? into them. I'm like. Like, I'm neutral. I just think, like, to have that much of an empire from, like, your... Just your your branding is so strong. Yeah. I'm here for it. And people say, oh, they have no talent, whatever, but they're doing their damn thing. Well, so okay, yeah. So you know what I mean? The people who say that they have no talent... Look, okay, I, 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 I almost understand where those people are coming from, but if those people have no talent, it. then why, why don't... 
why don't you have a, a, a million followers, 10 million and followers, all whatever these it is. lit kits and all these. Yeah, yes, like, why don't you have that if it's they going have no through talent? her PR and it's going through her team and her management, which, you know, they make mistakes along the way. But she's they're doing their damn there. thing. They're, and they're, you know, she's got an empire yeah. that she's building right now. So she's doing something. So she right. has some kind of talent. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But just not enough talent to actually keep following me on Twitter. <laughs> so, holla. Yeah, she's not that big a deal. Come back to me. Follow you. Yeah, no, how, many, so. how many people does she follow? Like a like small amount? I think, no. Yeah, that's why I was shook. I don't think it was that major. Because she's selective. Yeah. Mm. You no, know, they do that and it's like, Kim will just follow like Kanye or something. So, yeah, okay. It's a bit of an accident. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not committing yet, but I do feel like this one's true. I'm, so, I wouldn't lie to you. So, okay. Well, you're gonna you're gonna be lying to oh, me. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. Right, give me your next one. So my next, and this is a bit vile, but true tea. Like I just when I'm in my morning schedule, I don't have time to be doing different kind of situations. So in the shower, I brush my teeth and I pee at the same time. So I okay. turn on the shower. It's my ritual. It's so wild. But I pee into the shower. But it's like open. So yeah. it's fine. It's like a wet room. Sure. So what's the... I'm thinking about the planet here. So I'm vegan anyway, so I'm already doing my thing. <laughs> so I'm not going to get into that. You don't but, need to be doing that extra flush. No, I don't need to be, you know, doing my morning wheat into the toilet and wasting all that water. For who? When, <laughs> do you know what I mean? When there's a toilet right... When there's a shower right there. Yeah. And it's only my little feet that are going to be stomping on in there. So that's what I do. And I grab my toothbrush and my toothpaste. And I'm, I can't... I remember the first time that I brushed my teeth in the shower and I was like, why have I never done this before? This is so easy and so like time consuming sufficient it just gets it all done yeah so there you go that's my little um that's my little ritual i i I have a similar ritual to you right well i also do the same i also pee in the shower like i'm with you it's quite a normal thing but some people i'm not sure about brushing the teeth as well well i don't brush my teeth but i shave so while you while you're brushing your teeth and peeing I'm I'm peeing and, and shaving. Do you not have to see your face to shave? No. So see, everyone says this to me. You can just feel your way around. You don't need to see. But the only bit I so get a bit lumpy. The the only bit is the is the getting the um what do you call the, it the, the right thing for the hairline. The yeah. hairline at the side of your ear, the your sideburn area. Yeah. I have to like go to the mirror after and just get that bit. But the rest of it, you just feel your way through. I could actually. Do you know what you've inspired me now? Because <laughs> a confession of my shower stories. I have a mirror right by my shower so I can open uh, one half of the mirror and when I'm in the shower you could just shave away I can away. S- fully see myself not that I do that all the time how <laughs> but you know you've got to check the process you know if you've been uh, working out see what's going on down you know all in these streets so I'm going to start doing that you've inspired me that'd be three things great. in the shower so you'll be shaving you'll be brushing your teeth you'll be peeing all the rest everything. of everything shampoo conditioner exfoliation <laughs> body wash you're a busy man like you, it's a, you, it's a yeah. moment but it's quick and it's efficient <laughs> and I'm gone you know Oh, I feel like this has to be true as well but like I'm, I'm excited to hear your third one because either either your third one's a lie or you're a very good liar so my third one is I have to actually keep this one on lock because I'm not allowed to tell you what I actually was doing there. Okay. But I can tell you an inside scoop that this year I was in Abbey Road Studios. Okay. Singing and laying down some tracks. Okay. And I can't tell you what for because that would be exposing the whole situation. Sure. Um, And the whole situation has not exposed themselves yet. Sure. But it was iconic. Like I'm on the same mic as Victoria Beckham right now. Sure, that can you but like yeah. I remember thinking the Spice Girls movie was filmed here. Like Fuck. it was 
Big deal. Big a de- big deal. Oh, see now I f- oh that I also think that one's true as well because oh. it is. So okay, maybe are you like are all of these things true, but one of them is like a slight deviation from the truth? Um, like could the first one be a lie because that actually happened, but it wasn't Kylie Jenner; it was somebody else. No, because I won't get that gas to buy anybody else. Mm. Do you know oh, what I mean? I don't. You really stumped me with this. Thank you. So I'm going to say, mm-hmm. oh, I feel like I'm going to get this wrong. I'm going to say that the second one is false and that you don't pee and brush your teeth in the shower. Uh, oh. Sorry, no. Have wrong. I got it wrong? Yeah, you have. Is that the first time? <clears throat> no, I think it might be. I'm a good liar. <laughs> okay, so what's, so what's what the think? lie? The lie is Kylie Jenner. Oh, that just didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. That's such a good lie. Thank because you. it's not like you could have been like, oh, Kylie Jenner follows me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, but you took it like an extra. I took it extra long because she wouldn't actually follow me, I don't think. She so. could she could she have could accidentally do. followed she you. Now. Like, you know, she should. Yeah. Because she's listening. She listens to Fubar Radio. Must. She's obsessed. Hi girl, love you. <laughs> hey Kylie, <laughs> how are you doing? So yeah. Uh, you were a good I liar. got it. You Thank you. Pulled Just the pulled the wall right over my eyes. Promise, promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you like a little Oh, okay. So this this one I've I've chosen just for you. Right. Because this is from Rent. Ooh. Not not one of Angel's songs though. It's all right. But you know, it's it's a fun one. This is out tonight. Yeah. I yeah. always listen to that song Like That's when I'm bad. getting ready to go out Do you? Yeah, yeah Let's it's go just, out tonight Yeah, exactly Like it's It's, it's a just, it's Yeah, it's exactly that um, Would you like another game? I know we've played game. loads of games but Absolutely I mean, that's all we do here, basically um, So this game This is my personal favourite mm-hmm. And it's called Queers Throughout the Years mm-hmm. And in this game I have a whole bunch of facts They are facts about LGBT plus history mm-hmm. But some of them are made up So it's my turn to lie All right, okay So some of these are completely fabricated And some of these are true And this year This week's theme Is For no particular reason this week's theme is films. All right. All right. Should we jump right in? Let's do it. Okay. The first one. In recent years, the LGBT plus community has celebrated the representation of queer characters in both Frozen and the remake of Beauty and the Beast. However, a statement released from Disney stated that their commitment to the LGBT plus community has been long-standing, and the inclusion of LGBT plus characters is something they've been committed to for decades. Both Pocahontas and The Little Mermaid both briefly show same-sex couples, but many have argued that these are nothing more than close, intimate friendships. Right. What are we? What are we saying? It's quite well, a long one. Yeah. Well, I don't think it must. It must have been brief in Little Mermaid because mm-hmm. I've never caught that before. I don't know where these scenes are. I've not looked into. Unless like... it's the two little worms of Ursula's um, little friends, but they're not exactly like lovers. They're just you know evil people. But together. what? So what? What are the, the little worms? The little, the... You know, you've seen Little Mermaid. I've seen Little Mermaid. It's been a while. You know, though. The, you know the two little um, horrible little snail things. I don't know what they're called. The eels. Eels. They're eels. I think the so. Little, little, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah. tip the bow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're, if they're referring to them, I couldn't think of anything else that is, you know. <laughs> the little gay ones, the little yeah, lesbian ones. They were certainly not little queens. Yeah. So, and Pocahontas, it's been a hot while. I can see in Pocahontas, though, because there's, like, a lot of, like, like tribes people and warriors and things. And it's, like, a lot of, like, buff naked men. I don't think they've been doing their thing for decades. 
I mean, mm. it might have been a coincidence that, oh, you you know, you could look back and maybe they're in a relationship, but if you're not going to make it that bait, yeah. then you ain't do, do, putting the work in for me, and that's not good enough. So I'm going to say it's enough for me. So you're saying that this one is false? It's got to be a false. You're absolutely yes. correct. It is com- intelligence. completely made up. And yes. there has been... Sadly, you know, I love Disney and, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I think Disney does have some, you know, the fact that they, they got the, the gay couple in Frozen and the gay couple in Beauty and the Beast. I know it was really brief, but at least they're making yeah, an effort. It was, you know, brief. blink and you miss it. <laughs> yeah. um, but they've actually, but like, of all the, like, production companies out there, like, of all the, like, f- people who make films out there, they've got, like, one of the worst track records for LGBT plus representation. So, Disney, we love you, but you need to step it up. Write me a show. That's what you need to do. You need to write late in the show. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your next one. The gay penguins in Central Park Zoo were what originally inspired the 2006 movie Happy Feet. The writer had noble intentions when trying to create a story around a penguin that was raised by two males. But concerns of stigmatizing same-sex parents were raised when it was pointed out that the, that the, pen- that the penguin child grows up fundamentally different to everyone else. And sadly, the parents were changed to become male and female. So they were going to make the characters gay, but then they thought, you know, if this gay couple raised this penguin, this penguin's a bit fucked up. Yeah. It, it sends it's a bad message. It's a cute message. So they changed it up, and now they're male and fam- female. So for the right reasons. That's really... I would think that if this was true, then yeah. that's really nice. Um... So what I'm going to say is I think it's true because I wouldn't understand why you would say something nice like that. Do you know what I mean? A nice lie because that would really break my heart. So I feel like that's true. You feel like this is true? Well, Leighton, I'm going to break your heart. (laughs) Oh, no! Absolutely fabricated (laughs) and absolutely not true. Two gay penguins and all these things. Actually, I was just in Central Park. There's no penguins there, are there? No, no, no. There are, there are actually gay penguins in Central Park Zoo. I miss them. They were the like. Oh, there's a zoo. I don't go to zoos. Yeah, they're not just like hanging out in the park. Oh yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Central Park, I didn't see any penguins. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but the, 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 they do exist. The, it's the a gay nice thought, though. Couple. Yeah, I knew, I knew that gay penguins did exist. That's why you want me. Yeah. See, so tricked you. Yeah, you tricked me there. All right. <laughs> Your next one. This this one I put in here just for you. All right. And if you get this wrong, it's going to be embarrassing. It's going to be so embarrassing. Okay. All right. I'm Billy sure. Elliot uh-huh. was originally written as a gay character, but it was thought that Billy being gay would undermine the overall message of the film and detract from the political themes. And so it was decided that the film would be more powerful if Billy was straight. The writers, however, thought it was important to retain some LGBT plus representation. And so Michael's character, the character of Billy's best friend, was born. Oh, my God. This really shook me because I don't know why I wouldn't know that. You are Billy Elliot, so you literally should know this. The reason why I feel like I wouldn't know is because it's probably not true. Mm. But um, actually, weirdly, to link it, I was, when I was auditioning for the show, I was very much so in the lead to go up for uh, Michael and Billy. It was only last minute that they switched me over to Billy. And I did play Michael twice. Did you? Yeah, there was um, there was a shortage on Michaels, and it was one of the you know them Catherine Tate moments that like, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I literally was like, I can do that. Like <laughs> I know it; it's yeah. not an issue. And I lived my fantasy. But I don't know whether they would write Billy. It's not. I don't feel that that was the story. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? It was like not about gays, is it? No, it's, it's it wasn't about that. It was about a boy kind of just being able to dance and just you know. 
So I'm going to say, I don't, I don't think that was true. Do you think this is absolutely false? Yeah. You're correct. Yes. Completely made up. If Good. you had said that was that Could was you true, imagine that would have been would so have embarrassing. Dragged you to hell and back. And yeah, like I think the most beautiful thing about Billy Elliot it's is the simplicity that of the story. He's just a boy, and it's, mm. his sexuality has nothing to do with his desire mm-hmm. for dance. Literally nothing. Yeah. And like, yeah. So even his best friend, like the Michael part, is very touching because it's so much about how he really he doesn't care he's not yeah. shocked he's like shocked at first like oh my god you're wearing a dress and then it's just like who cares i do ballet you 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 know wear dresses dress. and, the, and the little the little kiss which done yeah. in friendship so is cute so cute we oh my god we used to like we used to like burp into each other's ears we used to like whisper things into, like it was you did so not. bad like it, it was Oh, You've just exercises. ruined that for me. No, but like You've just No, but the thing is when you're that. messing around and having fun on stage the, we were kids, okay, so like yeah. now obviously as a grown man I would never do them types of things. Oh I'm sure. But <laughs> like but then we were just really naughty, but we would always make sure if you do it then the audience doesn't know. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, obviously. So like a little burp and blow it in my face before it like kissing me on the chin. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all about keeping a straight face. But yeah, oh, I love that little sweet. tidbit. Yeah, yeah, it ruined it a little bit, but <laughs> still enjoyed it. All right, your next one. Right. Throughout the 1930s and 40s, the Motion Picture Production Code stated that queer characters could only be shown on screen if they were presented as villains and that their identity was presented as sinful. Alfred Hitchcock was amongst the many famed directors to conform to this often presenting his most villainous characters as homosexual men. Ooh. Ooh. 30s and 40s as well. And it would, it, long time ago. It's a long time ago, but it's the kind of times where I feel that that would actually yeah. happen. And uh-huh. that kind of silliness would be a thing. I can't think of any movies in my head, though, where the characters that are gay and they're evil. But, like, how many films did Hitchcock have? Like, loads. Yeah, I can't think of any. Loads. But I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say maybe it was true, but I've just not seen the movies. Yeah. You so... think it's true? You sure about that? Is that your final answer? No, actually, I'm not sure. Oh. That's, that's a heavy thing to do, isn't it? What? Like... To, to make sure that, you know, if you're going to have gay characters, they have to be evil. Yeah, that, like, it sounds a bit far-fetched, doesn't it? Like, so I'm going to... Actually, I'm going to say no, because I'm really... I'm, I'm so you're embarrassing gonna say, myself here. You're going to say that that was false? Yeah. Oh, you're wrong. <coughs> you were right what? first time. You told me out of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't listen. I'm here what? to trick you. That's, That's my job. That's really sad. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true that this was a thing. And it, it remained a thing until, like, the mid-50s, I think. That's really sad. Yeah. Um, See, I don't want to believe that. But, the, 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 again, there's always a little silver lining to the story, and that it's... At least they're gay in there. No, it's oh, a... No, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, <that? laughs> it's fine that they're murderers and rapists, but... <laughs> but, no, the, the little silver lining is that there were still, like, directors and producers making films and putting in gay characters, and they were just making the, their, like, sexuality, like, not that evident. Yeah. So they'd have a gay character, but it would just be subtle. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, people were going if. against this, like, code was is kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, you learn something new every day, don't you? You learn something. That's why we're here, Leighton. Yes. To, to Educational teach. Educational day. Okay. The next one. This is probably my favorite one on the right. list. The director of Brokeback Mountain had an enormous problem with directing the movie and at one point almost threatened to pull out. This wasn't, however, to do with the movie's homosexual themes and was actually because the sheep's unruly behavior on set. 
The director said he thoroughly enjoyed shooting the intimate scenes between the two men, but that he would never work with sheep again. No more sheep, he famously said. Never again sheep. Really? I mean... What are we saying? Immediately Straight I'm, man doesn't mind, you know, directing like two men getting it on, getting on but, but sheep but really, is where he draws the line. I just feel like whenever I've been near a sheep, not that I've been near them that much, they just walk away and they don't care. They're a dirty animal. But they're not really like... Oh, oh there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little, there's a little like, um, little vine online yeah. of like a little child like climbing onto a sheep and then the sheep just like fucking legs it and like sends this kid flying. Are they a bit wild? Yeah. I, think I was at a festival last time and we were sat in the field with the sheep. It's just, you and know, I casual Sunday. Yeah, I don't think they came near it. So if I was, had a camera then and I was filming a movie, I don't think they care. But they needed the sheep in shot, you know? Oh, so that this, so this is different. Mm. Yeah, so it's like, oh, all these sheep, and they're not behaving. They're uh, so I feel mm. like you're now t- trying to talk me into saying that it is... Um, Maybe I it am. It is true, so I'm going to say it's false. You think this is false? Yeah. Do you really? <coughs> it's oh absolutely God. true. true. The director couldn't stand where... It was the second movie he'd worked on where he'd had to work with sheep, and he, he just drew the line. could do it. He was like, anal sex, spit as lube, fine. Sheep, fine. no, absolutely never. Never again. Good to, good to know. <laughs> Never again, sheep. sheep. Okay, your next one. Yeah. Jack and Rose are the headline love story in Titanic, but a secondary romance often goes unseen. The love story of Fabrizio De Rossi and Tommy Rose directly parallels Jack and Rose's, from the way they meet mm-hmm. to their ultimate ult- untimely deaths. Their romance is subtle, but as Tommy takes a bullet to save Fabrizio's life, Fabrizio clearly utters... Mi amore, which means my love in Italian, before shouting bastardo and turning on the lovers on his lover's killer. I can't remember these characters, but I then love it's that movie. the Italian one, the like main Italian one, and the Irish one. He's the one that you know Jack and the Italian one. They win their tickets onto the ship. Yeah, he's a little cute one, and he's all like bouncy and happy. So it's so weird because I was literally at the Titanic Museum a couple of weeks ago, and it was so like it was amazing to kind of see it and you is that in Ireland the one yeah, in Ireland yeah in Dublin it was yeah. incredible I was like and when you're there you realise the the drama of it all it's like oh yeah Titanic. I was like oh my god so many people lost their lives yeah, it's yeah. tragic but I can't remember even there being this you have not watched Titanic as many I'm times not as I while, have not in a while clearly my nan's never watched it I ran going I was like Mama, usually my nan's really interested in things that I'm yeah. doing so Unlike my mother. So <laughs> I rang my mother and I was like, oh, um, I'm more Titanic Museum. She's like, I've never seen it. How? My own nan. I thought that was really crazy. Um, but I've seen it a couple of times. But let me think. He's like really cute. I really fancy the Italian one. I do. He's, he's lovely. I'm going to say just only this is just me playing game game now. Just because my last two have been... Oh, I don't remember. No, I'm going to say this one. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I like having you stumped. This is true. You think this is true? Yeah. <coughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm really failing this now. You're doing badly. You did so good in the last game. And now you're just like... I'm oh, failing. You're doing terribly. I like being out of my comfort zone. I like being in charge with the lies. Yeah. So this isn't true. I mean, one of them did, like, take a bullet to save the other one's life. But he didn't say, I don't know No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not gay. I just, I just really wish that they were. I think that I do, too, clearly. 
Yeah. Wishful on. thinking. Wishful thinking every single time. Yes. All right, we've got a few more. Howard Ashman, who was openly gay, wrote songs for many of the Disney films and was heavily involved in the production of the movies. Ashman was sadly dying of age during the production of Beauty and the Beast, and the movie is understood to be an allegory of his struggle. The hideously transformed beast shunned from society supposedly represents Ashman, and Belle's love represents the fantasy cure that he never got to see. That's so beautiful. It is really beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I wouldn't lie about something like this. This is what like, I'm thinking. I'm not that, that twisted and sinister. Like, you would have gone really deep to kind of create this whole beautiful story. But yeah, imagine me making up a lie about somebody dying of AIDS. I like, think that would just, be too far for you. It would be too far for me. Like, just, just, just say it's true so I can press the button. Oh, now you've got me. <laughs> I'm not, dude, not even fucking with you. I'm genuinely giving you the answer. <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> I'm going to say it's true, and if it's not, it absolutely. Thank goodness. Is if I'm going to uh, be like, ten singers just never having back ever. Uh, yeah, it is true. And That's beautiful. At the end of Beauty and the Beast, um, there's a little acknowledgement that comes on Put screen, and it says, "To our friend Howard Ashman, who gave a mermaid her voice and a beast his soul." We will forever be grateful. Oh my God, I Isn't love that. Lovely. Just like, no, that's fabulous. Yeah, and that brings us to the end of our lovely game. How many did I get? Like two. Oh, you got three. like none, right? I swear, I got, wait, you know, you got like three, three out of six. We did nine, and I think you got like oh, <laughs> we'll say you got half. You yeah, got half. half. I can do it them, with half. Half of them, and right? It's not a fail. All right, this is another little song just for you. For me. And you will remember singing this on stage oh once God. upon a time. This is Electricity. Oh. <laughs> Can I just ask you, Billy, what does it feel like when you're dancing? I can't really explain it. I haven't got the words. It's time for everyone's favourite game. This is Porn or Not Porn. Porn or Not Porn? Porn or Not Porn. Have you heard about this game, later? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Well, we're throwing you in the deep end here. So, in this game, I have six lovely clips. No, five lovely clips. Um, some of these are from Porn. Right. And some of them are not from Porn. And because you're in Billy Elliot, my lovely producers have decided that we're going to do... It's <laughs> a mining theme. Oh and apparently God. in honour of Miner's Day. Is it really Miner's Day today? Have you made that up? Is it? It's Miner's Day. So, yeah, some of these are from, I guess, people mining. Right. And some of these are from porn. Um, so I guess, yeah, let's jump right in. Are you ready for your first clip? I'm ready. Okay, here's your first little soundbite. What are we saying? Just a vocal, right? That's it. That's all you get. That's all I get? That's all you get. One more time, please. Just sounds like a van closing. Mm. That could be all sorts of things, couldn't it? Could be like miners, like lugging out their materials. Could be like, I don't know, like somebody getting kidnapped in porn. That happens. In taxis. Yeah. <laughs> could be all kinds of things. <laughs> okay. So what am I saying now? So you have to guess whether this is porn or not porn. A would door you like closing? Would you like it again? One more time. 
I feel like if it was porn, you wouldn't concentrate so much on the sound of the door. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Why yeah, is that's the micro- true. Why is the microphone at the door? I'm thinking intelligently about this, I think, anyway. So I'm going to say that one's not porn. Um, <laughs> I'm actually not sure. <laughs> I'm very confused. Right, okay. I'm at- <laughs> I didn't have the answers. The producer just handed me the answers. Right. So are you saying that was porn or not porn? I'm going to say not porn. You are incorrect. It is porn, and it's from a lovely little film called Pink Moon. Not sure what that noise was. Not sure what is going on here. But it is indeed from porn. I think they're closing some doors and getting into it, so... Yeah, you've got to shut the... You're going to get get those doors closed, and we'll get get our clothes off. (laughs) Absolutely. That's how it starts. All right, your next clip. Wow. Wow. One more time. (laughs) I mean, I make that noise all the time. <laughs> all the time. I mean, I can't, I can't, I feel like I'm rubbish at these games now. Of course, I think that's from porn. Yeah. But if it's not from porn, what can, can it be from anything? So it's, 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 it's going to, it's something to do with mining or it's something from porn. That's all I'm giving you. Almost One of those two things. <laughs> Since one of mine has made that kind of noise, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't doesn't go on. I'll say this one's poor. Yeah, <coughs> oh, you're, you're incorrect. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but this... I want my answers to kind of be what they should be, yeah, and not what they actually are. Yeah, do you know? So this is training digging a hole. Training digging a hole. Yeah, like he's just like <laughs> getting into it, isn't he? He clearly is. Getting carried away, digging his hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your next little soundbite sound is... Oh. One more time. Some heavy breathing. Yeah. Something rustling. Could be bedposts. Or be could just be, you know, mining. a mining, mining trolley. I'm going to say maybe they're just digging. You think they're just digging? And really heavily breathing. Yeah. yeah I'm going to say it's mining. It's not porn. You think this is mining? Yes. Not porn? Absolutely yes. correct. This is somebody climbing down a ladder into a tunnel. Good for them. Yeah, you can, you can, you can hear them doing innocence. it. Innocence. Innocence. That's, all, that's what we're about on this show. <laughs> okay, speaking of innocence. Mm. Mm. <laughs> One more time. Mm. Mm. I mean, if that is porn, then, oh, my God. Mm, he yeah. needs to switch up his sounds. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't thank you for that. I'm going to hope that that's not porn. So I'm going to say, no, it's mining. It's not porn. You're absolutely yes! correct. That is a miner eating a Cornish pasty. <laughs> Where are you getting these clips from? Sorry. I, I, it, What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the intern's job. <laughs> and I feel bad for the intern. I really do. Hmm. <laughs> Good time. All right, your fi- last and final one. Come on, Leighton, you can bring this back. I can. I feel like I'm on the road. You, you're going to do this, okay? Here we go. Last one. Mm. Is it that like, kind of cringe music that yeah. they put over it, though? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The scene. Go one more time. But it could be like a really cringe movie about mining. No, I feel like there's like a scene going on and they're setting all this stupid thing up. And you know what's going to happen by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say that one's porn. You think this is porn? Is that your final answer? It is. 
Yeah, absolutely correct. So you brought it back. I brought it back. You were doing terribly to begin with, but you actually brought it back in the end. Yes. Very, very proud of your accomplishments. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, let's do some more music. And this is one of your choices. And Leighton, mm-hmm. I feel like we have this song on the show every single week because if I don't pick it, yeah, one, of, one of my guests Which picks one? it. So this is obviously a bit of new rules. Yes. Yes. It's- Talking in my sleep at night, making myself crazy. That was a little bit of do a lip of new rules. Absolute bay. What's what's going on, Leighton? You're very excited. No, Don't just, know what's happening. Just wants to get myself a little refreshment. A little refreshment. You know, I'm feeling a bit thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's a refreshment and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the final segment of the show. What? I know. We're here already. See, it does fly by. Doesn't See, it I was fly so, by? I was so ap- not apprehensive. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to entertain you even for two hours. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you Did you think I was just going to sit here and be like, go on then, <laughs> tell entertain me? About me. Your life. Two like, hours. Go. How much? can I talk for two hours but <laughs> it's flown on by yeah it's fun, fun times alright so we are, the lovely lovely listeners have been sending in their sex confessions um, and we've got a couple here Amazing. so we're going to have a little read through these and then see what we think see mm-hmm. what we've got to say maybe drop in a little bit of personal advice if you have any to give alrighty um, I'll read the first one out and yeah. then maybe I'll throw it over to you okay alright so the first sex confession we have had is I took a guy's virginity, which is a stupid, outdated concept. They said, not me. And then he realized he was asexual and moved to Japan. Not great for my confidence. <sighs> I, <laughs> I don't know where to begin with this. All right. So I feel like this is this is Why like, is it virginity like this, though. Yeah, they've, like, put, they've put virginity in like inverted so commas. Did you or didn't you? I think it's because they don't they don't kind of agree with the concept of virginity which I kind of understand what they're saying like it's a bit of a like we make such a big deal out of having sex for the first time oh yeah. you're no longer a virgin it's like you're not losing anything mm-hmm. like losing your virginity isn't gaining you're gaining something you're not losing something right so but I feel like this, this, this little confession here kind of reminds me of when people like you know when um, there's a gay man and he's in a relationship with a woman yeah. and then he decides that he's gay yeah. and like those women take that so to heart yeah. but it's literally nothing to do with them it's nothing to do with them and I feel like the same thing applies here so this I feel you know this person was always asexual and I don't think that the fact that you took their virginity made them asexual and I also think he didn't probably move to Japan because, because of yeah. you <laughs> I feel like that might have been calculated before the moment happened yeah. and this you know the flights were already booked yeah because so that's maybe a big stretch that. I mean I wouldn't really jump on a plane to another country because you know of an indulgency like that so don't, I don't take it to heart boo yeah don't 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 take it don't take it personally. Not great. Listen, more life. You 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 put it down. I think that's a confidence boost. If anything, never mind. Not great for your confidence. I think great for your confidence. Yeah, it's a little you. like it's a fun story to tell. You know, at yeah. parties. I, 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 I took someone's virginity once and then they decided they were asexual and went to Japan. Yeah. Great, great icebreaker. You made it on the you know radio right now, so <laughs> there you yeah, go. exactly. <laughs> uh, shout out to you. Don't feel bad. Hope that confidence picks up soon. And yeah, live, live your best life. Stay fab. Stay fab. <laughs> okay, the next little sex confession that we have had is, 
When I was 17, I ordered a sex toy. And when at work, my mum went to collect it from the post office. Don't. I then started to open it when I got back and was quick enough that she didn't see what was inside. Thank God. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Mums are nosy as well. Because like, if that was my mum and she picked up a package, she was like, oh, what was in that package? You can tell me what was in that package. Can I watch you open that package? I'd get fuming if, like, I remember the last time I went home and my mum would open my purse. I was like... What, what are you, are you doing? doing? Like, this is so personal. Like, you don't know if this is a love letter. I mean, who writes letters anymore? But, like, don't slide into <laughs> my DMs. Don't slide into my emails. Don't slide into my pulse. It's very personal. You yeah. don't know what's in there. Um, it's like when, you know, like when you go to... pick it up. It's like when you go to show some somebody something on your phone, like a photo or something. And you get shot. Or, like, you go to show them, like, a specific message somebody has sent you. Mm. And then they just go and help themselves and start scrolling. It's like, put that finger down. You know I must say, don't I go don't... scrolling away. <laughs> I don't even do that, actually, I must say, because they're like, you know, I just don't. But I do get shook because you just don't even like a screen grab here or something there or whatever everywhere. Yeah. You're scrolling. I don't know what kind of wild, wild things are within <laughs> my library right now. And my, I cannot tell you, I live with 250-year-old lesbians. I love them to bits. Do you really? And um, yeah, I've been living with them since I was 14 years old. They took me in. No kind way. Of, like, just like with my guardians, really. Yeah. But they do it all the time. So I'll sh- specifically, I'm showing you one picture here, mm-hmm. okay? So here's my picture. And then... Boom, yeah, in no comes the swipe. Boom. I'm like, I'm like, start, and I just, yeah, that, and I, it's the, the polite grab back, but like, yeah. not polite at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, you got away with it, so you're lucky. Yeah, like, oh, but you know what? Like, if, I feel like it would have been like a mother child bonding situation it had had they kind of opened it up yeah, seen the sex toy have a little conversation about it I'd rather not have I mean, that I conversation would ra- I would, I would rather not as well so you yeah I, actually funny story um, someone who I worked with a couple of years ago said that they had a toy and the dog had found it in their this is not my story but I'm telling another person's story I'm not going to say the name they found um, the dog literally was running into the mouth with a dildo in no. its mouth literally running around but was and they were sat by the couch playing with it and I think he kind of he clocked it oh my and his parents they were all watching TV but they didn't see they, they didn't noticed. see what was in the dog's <gasps> mouth so they got the dog and ran back out with it but can you imagine oh my god I would die can you imagine just the end <laughs> I've, I, 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 I can actually I, I think I can actually top that story can later and, and, it, and it happened it happened to me mm-hmm. so I was I was oh, I was living in Italy right. um, with this lovely host family who decided to take me in and yeah. look after me and they had like a little four year old boy who was like really like curious and interested and he loved me he absolutely yeah. loved me I'd, I'd come home from work and he'd be there and he'd like follow me around the house yeah. and you know one day I just you know I, I left my suitcase out because like I didn't have anything to hide went for a shower wow. one day did have something to yeah. hide completely forgotten that I had a dildo in my suitcase didn't even didn't even use it just had it you don't have to tell me whether you used it or not <laughs> you took it so that's on you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the family home. To the family home. <laughs> and I'm in the shower and I come out of the shower and I go back into like the room where I was staying and this like little child is just stood there 
holding it like it was it was unused it was clean it was oh, fine but i was god. like oh my god so i like grab it out of his hand and like throw it back in my suitcase and i'm like trying to bury it at which point he like bursts into tears <gasps> oh goes no. and gets the mum i want my toy back yeah and the mum's like he says you've got a toy he wants to play <gasps> no. with and he starts like rummaging through my suitcase and i'm like no no don't don't find the dildo don't do it don't find the-. and he didn't find the dildo she eventually pulled him away and, and i was like i don't know what he's talking about i haven't got any he's, toys. A, liar, he's liar. a liar liar your child a liar. <laughs> Your kid is a liar. <laughs> oh my god, you have traumatized that poor child. I know. He's been crying about that toy <laughs> forever since you left the house. Poor yeah. thing. I got rid of the dildo, you know, after right after be- that. Yeah, well, not right after, like actually, a couple, a couple of years a later. Couple days later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, bless. Uh, well, you top my story. I, d- I did. I'm sorry. Your story was also great. All the stories are great. These no. are great sex toy stories. All in all, you don't want people finding your sex toys. No. Hide them safely. Hide you know? them safely. All right, we've got two more, Leighton. Okay, let's go. Would you like to read one? Yes. Is great. this um... It's this one or this one. The the big one or the bottom one. You can okay. pick. I'll go for the big one. Okay. I once had sex while two, in capital letters, two of my <laughs> friends, I really wanted to, you know, those two, of my friends were crashing at my apartment. Brackets, it's a loft. No doors between any, capital letters, rooms, close bracket. The guy in question and I heard the door open and someone leave, so we assumed both were gone. Oh, no. So I went all out. After we had finished... <laughs> Hours later, <laughs> because we thought we had all the time in the world. <laughs> I'm loving all these brackets. We heard a cough from downstairs. <laughs> a cough. If you could hear a cough. <laughs> okay, we'll get to this. Though. My friend had stayed, and even though she tried to listen to music to drown us out, her phone oh, died. No. I still haven't lived it down. <laughs> oh. Sorry, but can I just say, whoever wrote this, your brackets and your, your capital letters are killing me. They off. were like passionate. <laughs> that was really passionate and i'm sure you were getting passionate too um yeah that's you know it's embarrassing but if you're friends then you're friends and your friends gotta go through that kind of stuff with you do you know what i mean exactly and like but i hold your hand on the way i do not because if i know that there's nobody in the house Mm -hmm. like i get that feeling which like oh we can be as loud as we want we can like shout weird stuff like it's fine right and then if you find out that a friend is there yeah, then. you wouldn't want them knowing your full tea. But I think, I don't know, I know how close I am with my friends. And, you know... We'd I've be- had sex with all my friends, so they know <laughs> that they know the situation. There you go. <laughs> so, in these streets, you know, the girls know the girls. And, you know, it's kind of more life, really. Yeah. So, if anything, she was probably down there celebrating with you. <laughs> I think I would be. I would be. I'm I like, there, get like, it, sis. Friends, yeah. Ow. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't even put music on. <laughs> You'd just be there like a little what? cheerleader. <laughs> proud friend moments. Majorly proud friend. I love it when my friends get laid. Get it? It's like that. That's when I'm at my proudest. When I'm yeah. like, oh, there he is. Off he goes. Doing his thing. Doing his thing. Enjoy. Crack on. Proud to call you my bro. <laughs> that was that was mask of me, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit. Okay, we have one more. You're so good at reading, Leighton. Would you like to Am read I? the last one as well? Do you know what? <sighs> I wish I was this good at reading earlier because I just um, presented an award for the first time at the Wink Awards today, yeah, which you was did. so fab, and thank you for having me. But I was so shook, like getting in front of everybody and uh-huh. like speaking. I feel very relaxed now, and like just being here. Maybe it's because I'm on the radio and I'm, I can't see any of you. But um, well, thank you for that because I don't feel like I'm a good reader. No, you but are. You are. It's it's a, it's a skill you possess. We shall go. Though oh. I don't know what you're doing now. No, stop, not do stop doing that. Can you scroll down for me? <laughs> there we go. You're a good reader, but right, not very good good at computers. <laughs> 
this. Right, last one. I keep having drunk sex um, with my housemate. We are both openly gay. I'm trying not to think about it too much as it's just a fun thing and I'm enjoying it, but I can't help it. What next? Question Ooh. marks. Okay, this is dangerous territory, isn't it? Really, really dangerous territory. So is your housemate, your friends, and you're openly gay. That's cute. But I don't know. If they're not actually friend friends... I have I have mixed thoughts about this one. I really do. I really have so many mixed thoughts. What about I would this. say is get somebody else in, then you can pay cheaper rent. <laughs> <laughs> Just move in together. I mean, think about the coins that you're wasting. If you're sharing the same bed, <laughs> right? What's the point? Get a yeah. one bed flat. So, like, do, do, I wonder. I wonder if this person has feelings for the other person because maybe there's something there. I need to know how often. What did he say? I'm trying to. I'm having sex. Drunken. Ah, okay. So it's drunk. Oh, drunk sex. Okay. That well, mean that does mean something. So because then your inhibitions of you know you know you're letting everything go and you're like okay, but yeah, if you start to grow feelings for them, then that's a bit more, isn't it? I think yeah, that's when it gets into dangerous territory. Like I've I've had I've had drunk sex with friends before, and it, it's. <sighs> But some friends can just do it and then it's fine. Then laugh yeah, about the next yeah, day and get exactly. Over it and and I've been fine. there. Like if you if you, if you are just having drunk sex and you're you're both fine with it and you both you both just think it's fun and you're mm-hmm. both just having a great time, then like just like why not? Like but the enjoy fact that yourself. He's asking what next or means maybe that he maybe is catching some feelings up in these streets. Maybe. Which, the fact that you've even written in, I'm just trying to, you know, be, oh my God, I'm a counsellor from there. <laughs> Get me a little studio in Harley Street. <laughs> um, makes me think that maybe you are, you know, I'm team getting attached. Like, I, I'm you know, team getting attached. Like, yeah. feelings, like, first day, so what are we? I'm very that. Yeah. So, if I've been in the sheets for, you know, two, three times, Where's the rink? No, 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 joking. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I'm a relationship person, so I wouldn't necessarily be able to keep doing that with one person because I'd get... Get the know, feels. I'd be asking... Get the feeling feels. What's next? And I think what's next is, you know, you want, you want something. Yeah, I think I think, I, I think Maybe right. try non-drunken then. Approach the situation sex. when you're sober. Hey, fancy a green tea? Slip on the couch, whack on a movie, and then get do that... <sighs> yawn thing and you put the arm over and then just see what happens then sober and then if it doesn't pop off think actually I'm not just here to be you know a hot slice of cookie when you're <laughs> drunk I'm a cookie all day every day so you know have some you know you put your foot down and say no yeah, yeah there you go that, that's my thoughts that, <laughs> Do you think it's right? I think it's right. <laughs> Those are beautiful thoughts, Leighton. And cookies, cookies, and more cookies. <laughs> you need to become like an agony art. You need to be like giving this advice out on the Stop regular. Stop writing this stuff down. This is amazing. Well, that actually... Um, that actually brings us to the end of the show and I'm, I'm so glad we ended on that wonderfully positive note I feel Absolutely. like you've solved this person's problem. thank you I'm really reading into these you know three lines from what you've sent us so. you've, you've, you've drawn up a whole story around it I love absolutely. it absolutely well thank you so much to everyone who has sent in their sex confessions it has been a pleasure to read them as always and Thank you even more to your lovely, beautiful self. Thank you for, for having me. Coming on this show. No worries. And I know you thought I was going to bore you for two hours. But no, I thought I was going to bore you, so 
It was cute. You could never bore me. You could. I feel like you could sit in an empty room and entertain yourself. Oh, I think so. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Well, it's been amazing, Leighton. Thank you so much for coming on. Pleasure. If people want to follow you, where can they do that? It's at Leighton Williams on mostly all social profiles. So come at me and say hello. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next Peace time. Out. Yeah. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.